Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. Jake Potts, who is a saxophonist, who is living in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and you went to the new school in New York City, and that's where you got your formal education until you really started seeing the world and getting out there. We want to hear all about your career, your, your young guy. When did you first realize that, that music was going to be a career for you? Yeah, uh, I would say my first inspiration uh, came from hearing uh, a street musician. I'm, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, and I think one of my first memories of actually feeling inspired by music was um, leaving that uh, a baseball game that I was at with my dad, a Giants game. And as we were leaving, there was a, a man who was busking, uh, playing the saxophone. I think he was just playing like take me out to the ball game or something like that. Um, but that, uh, for whatever reason to me, I was, I was probably like nine or 10 years old, that hit me. Like I knew that that was something that I wanted to do. So that's definitely kind of where the initial inspiration hit. And um, my dad started, he picked up on the fact that I was, I was inspired by that. And he started uh, bringing home records from his office and introducing me to jazz music. And um, a few months later, I got a saxophone, started practicing and getting really into it. And it was sort of just like one of these things where uh, I just took off with it knowing that you had you didn't have any idea whether you would have talent or not this is just something that struck a chord most kids go to a baseball game and want to be a baseball player but you left the game wanting to be a saxophone so that's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely now we first saw you in long island at a at the kelly clarkson concert which was perry's first and only concert amazing and, yes and somehow incredibly we got bracelets and we were in the mosh pit so we were right there next to the stage and mm -hmm. Perry's in a wheelchair and it elevated to a very high level. So we were all the way up and there you were playing your saxophone on stage with your fellow horn group. And it was so incredible. First of all, you looked larger than life because yeah. we were looking up at you. <laughs> Just watching you play with, with such joy. Amazing. was amazing and Perry just looked at me and Kelly Clarkson amazing wonderful beautiful the best concert we, I ever went to and but but Perry said look at look at them playing those horns look what they're doing look how happy they are and look look at the sound that they're doing and you were really like you could tell you were just like in heaven and that's what Perry noticed from that which is why we reached out to you and we followed you on Instagram and kept up with you because it was such a cool thing hard to see. You liked um, her older sister posted a photo of you that she took because you were right on top of us. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and then um, you liked it and we're like oh now we need your name now we can follow you. So it's not all about the big star who does the concert it's about the musicians in the background who really make it. Yeah. So you should know you're not you're, you're a star and you're in, within your own rights. It's, it's not just uh, Kelly Clarkson who was amazing but she was. 
to do look into that. You're a horn group from Nashville, I, I think, was the whole group went. But how did, when you heard the news that this is what you were going to do, were you, was it just like unbelievable? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, uh, I've been in Nashville for about three years. After I graduated the new school in New York City, I relocated out here. I think it was uh, 2017. And um, really quickly, I realized that to make money playing music, especially without too much experience, I would have to do a lot of weddings and corporate events. Through that network, I started to meet a lot of musicians in Nashville. And at one point, I met Glenn Hill, uh, who had at that point been playing trombone for Kelly Clarkson. Um, and basically, he ended up uh, roping me in to an audition uh, in January 2019. Basically, uh, I met somebody who roped me in. And it's cool because you would never expect to like get a life-changing opportunity like that from going and playing at somebody's wedding in Tennessee. You know what I mean? Things can, uh, can come, like something really big can come from something that isn't really big. Yeah. That's how you got it, that audition. And you know, me and Glenn uh, really hit it off the first time we played. And um, I actually played basketball with him a lot. There's like a, a, a rec league of, uh, musicians who play basketball. So I, I knew him just on more of a social level than anything. And uh, yeah, he just, when he had the opportunity to assemble a horn section, he reached out to me and Charles Ray. And we auditioned in December and we were on the tour um, in January. Amazing, that must've been a lot of fun. It was, it was definitely a stressful time of life. <laughs> But it was very rewarding and very fun as well. And um, when did you go to Russia? Was it before then or after? When did you do like a three-week tour of Russia? Yeah, so I went to Russia uh, with uh, an artist in Nashville named Quinn DeVoe. Uh, and he's more of a soul, soul artist. Um, I kind of would compare him to like Ray Charles or kind of like that like 60s R&B, like black gospel influenced soul music. Um, so Charles, actually Charles, who was the trumpet player on the Kelly Clarkson tour, got that opportunity and he wrote me in. So what's cool about my network in Nashville is usually, um, myself and my friends can rope each other into different situ situations, uh, or opportunities. And we kind of have like this, um, especially me and Charles and Glenn, which is the horn section for Kelly Clarkson. We definitely have kind of like this allegiance to each other where we want to get each other as many opportunities as possible. Um, so yeah, Charles had this opportunity to travel to Russia with this artist for a, a state-sponsored tour and um, they needed a saxophone player and he called me. So that happened in, that was about a year ago. So that, that was uh, July of last year. When would you say would be the moment that you stepped out of line in your life? when you took an opportunity, let's say, that you never thought you would take, would that be traveling to Russia? Would that be the moment that maybe changed you or changed the way you look at things? Or was it the moment you decided you were gonna to move to Nashville? I think I would say it's the moment I moved to Nashville because um, that was more of a risk than anything because I, I, had a, I had been to one year of school in Nashville when I was 18. I went to my freshman year at Belmont University 
and then I left because I wanted to study music in New York. Um, so, but I kind of had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to, to move to Nashville. Um, but it was still a, a really scary step to actually do it because I didn't necessarily keep a lot of the um, contacts that I'd made in Nashville. So I was basically like moving to a city um, that's very unlike where I grew up. I grew up in, in California, very liberal, kind of uh, a little bit more like multicultural and a little bit more progressive. And I lived in New York too, which is like that in another way. And then uh, moving to Tennessee was definitely like that step where I'm like, oh, this is going to be uh, an adventure. This is going to be experience. This is a lot different than anything I've ever done before. Um, and so I moved there by myself without any friends or anything like that. And it was really, really, really rough the first like six months, especially just kind of like trying to meet people. Right. Um, but that's definitely where I felt like that's one of the first times where I kind of invested in myself where I was like, Oh, this is, this might kind of suck. Uh, just like, get, like moving to a new place without knowing anybody, but down the road, I feel like there's opportunity in Nashville. So down the road, uh, it might actually pay off. And not new Orleans. That wasn't a, a thought. And I know musicians also in New York, New Orleans. Yeah, it definitely crossed my mind. Um, I don't really necessarily know, even know why I landed on Nashville, but I'm happy I did. <laughs> I, I read also that you have a monthly jazz uh, show at a at a cafe that you have artists come. And, you know, it seems like you created a, a life. You created your luck. It, luck just doesn't happen to you. It's it's what you created by, you know, having friends who look out for each other. You being in that group, and you know. Change happens because you make it happen, not because it happens to fall in your in your lap and here, here we go, let's move on. So you worked at it and that's what happened. What would you say to somebody who's an aspiring musician? Because so many people are aspiring to be a musician or a singer and and what do you think is is your bet the best advice that you can give to them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um I think first and foremost, for me personally, the route that I took was I just put in an insane amount of hours of work on my instrument. Um, so just practicing, listening to music, just being a sponge and, and really trying to like figure out um, how I can be the best possible saxophone player. That's kind of like the first step. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, it's like, okay, so once you have those skills, how are you going to put yourself in a situation that you can utilize those skills? And so for me, it was moving to New York and immersing myself in a city that I could uh, continue to learn, continue to absorb information. And then after New York, I was like, okay, so now I want to be able to make this my job, but I can't afford to live in New York City. Uh, and I don't feel like there's a lot of like touring opportunities and stuff in New York City. So I kind of looked at LA and Nashville and New Orleans a little bit and I just kind of weighed it all out and Nashville was the place where I decided to give it a go. So how did you meet, um, I think I read that you played for John Legend, Megan Trainer. like how do, you, how do you make that connection to people who are really like, you know, legends, like a John Legend in the music yeah. industry? How do, you, how do you hit that high, that high mark? How do you get there? 
Well, it's kind of like when you get one opportunity, a lot more start rolling in. And that was certainly the case with the Kelly Clarkson tour. Um, because like when I played with John Legend, she, he came and, and um, performed with her at the Staples Center uh, in the during the, the early part of the tour. So um, that's when I got that opportunity. And then the Megan Trainer thing, um, that was for a country music show uh, called Crossroads, where they have like a pop artist and a country music uh, country music artist, and they kind of like collaborate and put together a set. Like once you kind of get that opportunity and you can prove yourself, and you know that you're you you should be there, show that you have the skills and that you have the disposition and that you have the the people skills and right. show, show that you can. Uh, do the job well I feel like that door just keeps giving or that opportunity yields to more opportunities I'm sure a lot of people don't realize how much people skills plays into it because you could be the best musician in the world but if you're not enjoyable to work with nobody's going to want to touch you so the fact that you are friendly and kind and you know uh just easy to talk to like you know a conversation like we're having now really is very helpful for somebody so that might be also probably good advice not just go you know and, and open up a network but be yourself and, and really reach out to people and find out what people are really about and yeah open up yourself to people yeah and actually that actually goes hand in hand with what you said about what advice would you give to musicians I kind of forgot that but that's actually kind of at the forefront because I th this is kind of a cliche at this point but you can be as good as you want at a guitar drums or saxophone or whatever but if you're hard to work with nobody nobody wants to work with you because there's so the, the the uh the competition is so great that there's just somebody behind you that's that's good at their instrument and they're nice right i read also on your website um a good quote first you said experience is the greatest teacher and then you said experience is the only teacher do you feel do you still feel like that since you wrote that quote yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, the great experience is the greatest teacher. I, that's from somewhere. I don't, I should know where that's from. I definitely lifted that. Um, but I, I did take a step farther in my head uh, when I said that experience is the only teacher. And that's actually, that was uh, an excerpt from some thoughts that I had written out about my trip to Russia. Um, and specifically, I was talking about how as Americans, we are um, uh, given an idea about what Russia or other countries or anything might be like. And it's really easy to like read the textbook and be like, oh, these people are, you know, really dark and menacing and uh, very like work oriented and not really warm and blah, 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 stereotypes. But uh, I, I went to Russia, I was there for almost a month and I experienced the exact opposite like the people there were so nice so accommodating so warm um and i think that that idea that experience is really the only true teacher that can be carried to all other aspects of life we hope you have many many more experiences in your life that give you joy and help you attain what you want in your career and in your life because we know you will and we look forward to following your Instagram 
seeing uh, where you travel and what you do. It's very exciting. And I hope you get to travel all over the world when we're done quarantining, which hopefully will be soon. But who knows? Yeah. It just seems never ending. And uh, maybe yeah, I know. we'll catch you at a concert again, looking up at you and, and seeing you and hearing you play, which was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for taking the time out and your generosity for speaking to us and for being a friend to Perry. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for reaching out. I'm really happy to uh, tell you guys about my experiences and um, hopefully that was of some value.